Welcome back to Dance Tips Daily. And if you're new, welcome to the fam. I'm your host, Danny Albertina, and this is the podcast where I read to you, with the author's permission, of course, short and sweet dance excerpts on topics such as choreography, performance, mental health, physical health, nutrition, education, and more. Bonus episodes release the first of every month featuring exclusive one-on-one interviews with those who keep our dance community alive. If you're ready to spend a little time getting a little better each day, let's dance in. This is episode number 233 featuring differentdrummerdance.com, Why We Lose Dancers Our Staff. It's March 21st, 2021, and we have a strategizing Sunday tip for you here at Dance Tips Daily. Whether you're a studio owner, a dancer, performer, or a teacher, if you're noticing trends of not being able to keep consistency of whether it be dancers training with you or whether it be your staff, or as a performer, you can't consistently keep booking jobs, right now might be a great time to start reflecting. Of course, there's always outside influencers that we can't control, and naturally some people come into our lives and leave. But if we notice that people leave way more than they enter, this might be our time to start diving into some deep thought. Today's blog, written by Katrina Kohi, helps us probe around with those deep thoughts. So with that being said, let's dance on in. Hiring and firing are inevitable parts of running your own business, probably not the most fun parts. Finding the right people for your dance studio can be like a game of Where's Waldo with a lot of paperwork, and letting dance teachers or staff go can be dramatic, emotional, and uncomfortable to say the least. If you find yourself losing staff left and right, you want to listen up to this truth bomb. People don't leave jobs, they leave toxic workplaces. This article by Rohia Manavar for Thrive Global gives ample evidence that companies with high turnover rates also have a culture of disrespect and impossible expectations. Personally, I know this to be true. Every job I've ever left because I was so miserable, I just couldn't deal anymore, was because I didn't feel valued or respected in the workplace. It was expected that I stay late, come in early, and do way more than I was originally asked to do, or being paid for. Bottom line, when we don't value our employees and show them respect and gratitude, they leave. So if we're being super honest, losing staff at your dance studio probably isn't because your staff is all young or they don't value their jobs or whatever fill in the blank reason. It's more likely because your studio culture and environment isn't supportive. I realize this can be a harsh truth to hear, but luckily there are action steps you can take to change this. Verbalize your appreciation. We all love and need to hear that we're valued. Tell your peeps on a regular that you appreciate all that they do. Respect their job. Put down in writing what each employee's responsibilities are and then don't expect more or less. Respect that you hired them to deliver on their job and respect their boundaries. Don't expect them to work overtime without pay and don't be shady about asking them to do things you're not willing to pay them for. Build empathy. If you lead with kindness and empathy, your employees and staff will follow. We're more likely to go above and beyond for people who are kind, understanding, and empathetic. 
And if you have trouble keeping staff at your dance studio or have trouble with conflict among your staff, I made an online course all about how to ditch the studio drama and conflict. Check out the simple steps you can take to support your staff and studio in the show notes. One of my favorite quotes from Hillary Clinton is, Take criticism seriously, but not personally. If there is truth or merit in criticism, try to learn from it. Otherwise, let it roll right off you. What I love about this quote is that it takes a powerful and an autonomous standpoint of actually listening to what your critics are saying from a growth standpoint. Now, we don't always have to agree with the critics and we don't always have to make what they're saying to be true. But if we can take at least a little bit of knowledge from their um, insight and understand that maybe what we're doing comes off or says this to them, then going forward, we can either make adjustments or know that maybe that critic isn't someone we want to listen to for our overall growth. Whether we're that studio owner who has a big turnover rate in staff or a teacher who can't keep consistent students in class or a performer that isn't booking jobs with choreographers that they once had worked with. Criticism is sometimes one of the hardest pills to swallow, but if we're brave enough to ask for the feedback, we have the building blocks and steps to make changes going forward. And bonus points if you use the tips that Katrina shared with us today. Verbalize your appreciation, respect their job, Build empathy, and of course, empathy always leads to overall trust. That being said, that is your short and sweet tip for the day. I hope you enjoyed. I'm wishing you happy strategizing as you move forward in your dance career or dance hobby. And as always, happy dancing. Thanks for listening today. And tune in tomorrow for more short and sweet tips. Happy dancing.